I'm Heidi Esther, bringing you weekly shots of mindfulness with a funny bone. Now, here's the show. Hello, my friend of infinite potential. How are you? How are you manifesting your summer? Is it full of flowers and pollinators and the first visits with loved ones in over 15 months? I certainly hope so. For the past two weeks, my kids went to their dad's house, which usually means long interrupt, uninterrupted work days and some sweet time with my wife. But the universe had other plans. Both of my dogs got sick. We were up like at all hours of the day and night. Elvis was diagnosed with small intestine disease and Olive had an irritated colon. They've both been on meds, some nice bland food diets, and they have lots of renewed energy. Finally, the night before the kids came back from dad's, guess what? Stacy and I got our first full night's sleep. Amen. I tell you what, though, that first week when they were up at all hours, I was pretty angry. How dare the dogs take my summer away? But, you know, I told you last week I've been reading this book called Becoming Supernatural, so I started a new meditation. I'm going to tell you how it helped me in four ways. First, I released a negative feeling loop. I released the anger at my dogs. You know, they're not to blame, honestly. And myself, I call the negative feeling loops that trapped me in the past weeping angels. So if you're a fan of like David Tennant's Doctor Who thing, you totally get that reference. But if not, basically they're like creepy garden statues who take away all your future potential when they touch you. Okay. Number two, in the meditation, I let go of my familiar future. I call it the speak and spell. Did you ever have one of those speak and spell machines? You type the letters in and then it sounds out the word for you. So I kind of think the pattern of our lives becomes so familiar. It's as if we type the same letters into our speak and spell every day, like coffee, work, dogs. What I did, this really helped me let go of expecting to be cranky because of my lack of sleep. Third thing, I visualized what I want my part of my future to look like. I rested in new thoughts, feelings, and possibilities. The result, I spent my sleepless days tired and happy and calm. So my dear friend, I want you to know that you have infinite possibilities. To feel more than you felt to be more than you've tread, to be potential. Even with today's trappings of sick dogs, hungry teenagers, and toxic and work environments, I wish you some sweet summertime to let go of what you need and lean into your potential. Now here's the second in a two-part series called Unlikely Discrimination. The first story was published on June 30th. Today's lesson from the bullies. The next weekend, I'm sitting at my crowded dining room table. Stacks of papers, books, and an unopened laptop in front of me, connected to an external drive. You know, remember those days? Dark wooded windows, heavy lidded from the early, early spring weekend afternoon rain. A tall dark buffet is inches behind my seat, taking up more air. A yellow checkered goodwill lamp across the room does nothing to combat all the gloom. I open up the laptop and take a deep breath. I have to leave my job. 
My hands clench in frustration. I can't handle my boss anymore, ignoring me and not talking to me. I notice a clenched jaw to go with my fists and stretch them both out wide, ready to stretch open to a new job. Over the next 20 minutes, I turn on, wait, update, wait, restart, wait, and sign in to my computer. Well, I guess it has been more than a week. I should have expected that. I finally see my bright blue computer desktop background. Success! Then I see it, the Norton antivirus software icon. Ugh, shit. It hasn't run it over like 60 days. Oh yeah, so if I keep the computer off all the time, it can't run. So, I start to run the fire scan and go make some coffee. I plod into my little rental kitchen. Unlike the rest of the house, it's all white. White cabinets, floor, counters, walls. I pour some Hawaiian Kona coffee beans, a gift from my folks, into my tiny grinder and smell the freshness. Five minutes later, I sit down with a cup of hot, smooth aliveness. A flashing exclamation point is blinking on my screen. Oh, shit, my computer has a virus? Seriously? Even my rising anger can't help it start any faster. I start the virus fix and go to my sunroom to wait. Even with three walls of windows in the space the size of a twin bed, it's still not sunny. I wrap myself in a Winnie the Pooh blanket, a gift from my girlfriend, and settle into my scratchy armchair. I watch the rain. I check on my computer. Not done. I come back to the armchair and admire a kaleidoscope of preschool to present artwork by my kids. Looking at their artwork makes me feel a little better, a little less lonely, when they're at their dad's house. A zest of their little sparks, little big sparks, shine through their creations. Kimonoed in my blanket, I shuffle back to my computer. Finally! I click on the folder to the external drive, where my resume awaits me. Wait, I don't have access? What the fuck? Shake my head. Over the next 10 minutes, I fill the void of the house with swear words of technological frustration as I install the software to see the files. I take a large slurp from my second cup of coffee and click on the resume document. Success! I look at a well-worn page to the side of my computer. Resume action verbs to create accomplishments. On the computer doc, I make a few blank spaces. I stare at the screen, my mind frantically searching like it's sprinting through a supermarket. I'm friendly, welcoming, organized. I compile a newsletter. I take meeting notes. I follow up. I think about my kids' artwork. I don't make anything. Everything I do is common, replaceable. Maybe I'm not good enough for another job. Maybe I should just stay. (sighs) I push back from the table and put my face in my hands. The tears start. At some point later, I hear the front door open. I wipe my eyes and blow my nose. Stacy, my girlfriend, takes off her raincoat and shoes and sits next to me at the table. So, sweetheart, it seems you didn't have a good day. Would you like to talk about it? She asks. I get her up to speed with my computer and my tears. So, did Melody have anything to say about this? She asks, nodding to a book laying on the other end of the table. She leaves to change out of her work clothes. I open my favorite book, another gift to me from a friend. I close my eyes, pick a page, and read. April 1st. Learn to clear your path. I read a small story that ends in the following meditation. Sometimes the road ahead is blocked, but clearing the way becomes part of our journey. 
Learn to tell when it's time to let go, to surrender, to search for another road, a different path, another dream. But also learn to tell when it's time to move forward through obstacles if need be, because a dream is electric, charged by divine energy and love. Calmness washes over me. Thank you, God, for my girlfriend, for my parents and friends, and for Melody, and for realizing that some things are only obstacles. I wake up my computer and start to type to clear my way forward. Poem, a letter to my bullies. This ride, this feeling, this view is yours, my fellow divine soul, put here in love and energy and light. Forgive me if I exit your ride when the only thing you know how to do is use it to throw shade. Because I'm also meant for love and energy and light, not to wither and rot and die on your shady rides with you. The Sojourner Question I was grateful to have a girlfriend who listened, friends, parents, and the wisdom of Melody Beattie, the author of that book. And only after I found a new job, I was grateful to learn the lessons from the bullies, also obstacles, of technology, discrimination, and low self-esteem. Here's your question. Your life is a series of lessons. Your past lessons give you wisdom. Are you ready to receive them? Are you ready to be grateful, no matter what? The next time things don't go according to plan, or you're really frustrated about something, try going through the five simple steps of the Freedom Shower. It can help you wash away the crappy feelings. So why not try it? You can download it at the end of today's email or go to HeidiEsser.com forward slash stories and click on this story to download it at the end. Okay, here's the update. Well, the quote I referenced in today's story was from page 95 in Melody Beattie's Journey to the Heart, Daily Meditations to Freeing Your Soul. This week, I'm in Nashville with my fam, restoring my soul through devouring some hot chicken at Hattie B's, waking up without an alarm clock, running amok in some gardens called Cheekwood, getting in some history of slavery in the area, oh, and also feeding miniature donkeys some carrots on the hobby farm we're staying at. My book update. I set up my cover art submission contest on 99designs.com last week. Your chance to vote in the cover art contest is coming in August. Also, if you like Facebook, you can follow me at facebook.com forward slash Heidi Esther author. I'm Heidi Esther, your best new non-preachy mom friend, bringing you more peace in your head, joy in your heart, and mindfulness in your life. Wishing you love, light, and laughter. Until next week.